Hey, welcome back to the Tunes Tunes podcast. I'm Harold. Glad to be back in the stew. I'm here with Nick and Parker from Nick Knows. Yo, what's up? Yo, they're playing in the Coop Showcase. This is kind of a a one-off episode, not not necessarily uh, part of like this like a series or anything per se, but uh, the tower up here is doing a Coop Showcase, and so it's where they're showcasing different uh, local bands. And so, yeah, I wanted to bring these guys in to talk about their show coming up on Thursday. And uh, but yeah, real quick, um, as always, you can follow us on social media, Tunes Tunes Podcast. That's T U N E S slash T O O N S. Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, wherever you're at, we're there too. Uh, and of course, you can listen to us on iTunes, uh, Google Play, wherever you listen to your podcast. So, fellas, what's going on? What's up, man? How's it going? Yo, 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 yo. Um, so yeah, like I said, uh, Nick and Parker came in. Uh, you guys have been working at the Tower here for a long time. Right? Yeah. Yeah, I've been working here since the Smash Mouth show. That was yeah. my first show. Yeah, and I came in just, just a little bit after that. Okay, cool. Yeah. Um, and so I've been doing my podcast for not quite a year, I guess, maybe a few months. But um, our awesome engineer here, Jay, he uh, was kind of talking to these guys about my show because he knew that they uh, were fans of anime. And so, yeah, it turns out they're big fans, too. And I've been wanting to have them on for a long time, just hadn't made the time to... Uh, talk to you guys and right. then just like randomly met you that day yeah, yeah. with boys on the hood that was, that was awesome yeah. yeah and so that was just kind of funny and that's kind of the the whole vibe of the show is like it's so serendipitous the way that you find other people that like the same shit as you like you never know where you're you're gonna go to like the pump and find somebody or oh yeah oh yeah yeah in fact one of uh the guys who i worked with before uh before nick got here is a guy named robbie um robbie anderson shout out they have a podcast um called the I don't know man podcast if you check him out it's really good but it's funny like the first day I worked here I didn't realize how much of an anime fan he was and so like we just went to the pump and we just were drinking talking about anime for I think like three hours and it was like it it was great we were just getting all hyped about everything yeah it it is pretty crazy because it's you know it's one of those niche things that you know whenever you do find someone that is into it you get excited and you can talk for hours yeah Yeah, you just geek out about it yeah exactly yeah i met one of my uh friends he's actually he was dming our uh our D game for a while but we met here at the pump and it's because he knew aaron and john souders that do the wafty show yeah um his name's jacob jacob uh galatia he actually was I think the very or two episodes ago of my show okay. that came out, and um, yeah, I just I met him at the pump one day after one of the tower shows because he used to volunteer. I think he still does volunteer, did some volunteering here here at the tower. But um, it was after a show, and just like mm-hmm. I met him, and I'd already known like Aaron and John, but um, somehow we found out. I think I just was telling him that. I did a, I do a podcast about anime and he's like, dude, I love anime. Yeah. And so we just like hit it off instantly. Nice. It's like one of those things and music's the same way, which is kind of why I, I put those two together in my show is mm-hmm. because things like that really bring people together. Like when you f- meet someone that likes a band you like, you really li- like absolutely gravitate towards that person. Yeah. It's with anything. Yeah. And so, yeah. Um, so kind of pursuing that, like, is there like a certain way that you guys kind of got into anime? I guess I'll ask Parker first and then we'll go to Nick. But um, how what was like your intro to anime? Well, I think my intro was like a lot of kids my age where it's just like the Pokemon, Dragon Ball Z, Sailor Moon, you know, the Toonami. Yeah. Uh, uh, the Kids WB in the morning. Man, I just like 
like I didn't I didn't know what it was, but I I liked it. I'm like I like the style, and then <laughs> I like just started gravitating more towards stuff that was similar. You know, when Yu Gi Oh came out, that was a big thing. Um, started like watching Adult Swim when I was underage, oh. and you know, I remember how, how guilty you felt whenever you? Like, oh yeah, no, <laughs> stay I would up late no, I would go Swim. to my my best friend. I'm from El Paso, Texas, and my best friend from El Paso. I would go to his house because he was the only place where I could watch Power Rangers and I could watch, uh, uh like Inuyasha and like Full Metal Al- Alchemist, and he had all the Dragon Ball Z on VHS, nice. and so like I was just like. I would, I would be there yeah, most definitely. every time. Hey, shout out to El Paso, too. Oh, yeah. I lived in Juarez for a long time, so that's right on the other side of mm-hmm. El Paso. I know. I know it well. Yeah. Um, Nick, was that kind of your intro, too? Would you just kind of, that fabled, like, after-school block on Toonami, was that, like, your intro or what? I, You know, <clears throat> I was into it around that time, too, but I actually got into it a lot earlier. Like, I mean, I was watching, you know, DBZ. My dad was really big into anime, and uh, there'll be a guy listening uh, that goes, his his name's Joe. He was one of like uh, my dad's best friends, and he, him and my dad would, you know, we we'd go to like Shepherd Mall and we'd meet people. Man, throwback. Yeah, we. <laughs> I, I mean, I've heard these stories. I don't remember them, but I mean, he told me I was there, and um, you know. we'd meet like a dude in a trench coat selling VHS bootlegs (laughs) of, you know, Dragon Ball Z before it was out here. Nice. And so, I mean, I remember, you know, just really, uh, like probably was watching DBZ around the time I started talking. Wow. So on some bootleg type. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, we were. And I mean, and there were a lot of shows, you know, that we, that we got into, but nothing like, you know, DBZ. And, um, so I mean, it's always really been a part of my life. I mean, I don't really remember not having it, you know. That's crazy. Yeah. yeah. So, so and that's kind of my um my intro too is is more uh along the lines of what Parker said is cuz I, you know, just like that rushing home after school to see a oh, Dragon yeah. Ball Z episode on a Friday that was a filler episode oh, yeah. and you're like, "Fuck." I remember. Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. You get blue balled on a oh, Friday and you're oh, like, "God yeah. damn it." No, I remember on Cartoon Network. I can't remember like I think it was like 2007 2008. They like played like a like a three day marathon of Naruto like all the way oh, through, yeah. and I remember I, remember I sat that. there and watched everything, and I was it was, I was like, like everything up to the tuning exam. Yeah, no, it yeah. was it was insane, and I remember watching <laughs> it, and now I think about it, I'm like I sat through a lot of just boring shit, like so much filler, man. Freaking, yeah. oh my god, that's what oh, that's, Naruto is like. So like a like just so well known yeah well, yeah. Notorious for having for, the, yeah yeah notorious yeah. i know for yeah. having the filler episodes yeah dragon ball super is starting to become that way really you know? so i've been skipping around well i heard um, kai was really good about mm-hmm. yeah really streamlining yeah. they, it. they yeah. came in and, and so they got like, rid huh. of a lot it was, it was I, nice. I i think that was kind of like the reason you, why you'd kai see was a thing talk about going super saiyan and going super saiyan in the same episode which is damn yeah it's yeah i fuck with that yeah right that's it's well i actually figured out out the best way to watch it because eventually you know I, I got the whole collection on dvd and if you watch it on your playstation you can watch it at one and a half speed and honestly that is the way huh. i feel like you should watch Jeez. it because <laughs> i think the reason why it's so slow and the re- you know because in the way that our american dialogue is is it takes less time to say uh what you you know you might say in the subversion yeah and um you know, and so you're just saying if like you watch the same, them side by side, 
yeah. yeah, you know, they there's a lot more pauses in our show. Yeah. So if you watch it at that speed increase, I mean, I slow it down for the battles, but you go speed for increase. For the good shit. Yeah. Like, yeah. Uh, yeah, I mean, we talk about that. We've talked about that with several guests before that it's interesting to see the differences whenever you see like a sub versus dub or oh, even yeah. like the yeah. original. Um, and there's a lot of them that, that do it well and a lot of them not so well. Mm-hmm. Um, one that comes to mind, Steinsgate, that we always talk about when we're talking about a good dub because mm-hmm. I think they did a really good job of Americanizing, like uh, making it very regional Right. Mm-hmm. whenever they did the translation. Mm-hmm. And so uh, it's just like f- just small things it's you wouldn't even think see, about. Yeah, they put that extra step of work yeah. in to make, you know. You know who also has a great dub that you would not think of? The Devil is a Part-Timer. Have you seen that one? I haven't seen it. I've seen a tiny bit of it. So the concept is is insane. The Devil gets a part-time job at McDonald's. <laughs> that is, I mean, it's it's a little bit more than that. He's like trying to, you know, trying to regain his power and everything. But in order to like regain his power, he has to, you know, make income. And so the job he got was being in like huh. an assistant manager at the McDonald's. So he probably, he probably still felt like he was in hell then. Yeah. yeah they did a really good job. <laughs> I mean, I've only seen a few episodes, but the irony was really good. Yeah. Well, I'm just, yeah, I'm just saying was, like, like it was one of the few dubs cause I, I'm, I'm, I'm in that sub category where like, mm. I'm like, even though I'm not a huge, like a fast reader and I don't, particularly enjoy read subtitles. I just like the voices so much better in Japanese rather than in English. Cause a lot of times English, they just don't get some of those mannerisms, right? Yeah. They don't, a lot of times they don't get the context. I mean, I went like 15, 16 years without realizing that Goku was a hick. You know what I mean? Like you read the American, uh, I mean, you read the, the uh, Japanese, yeah, yeah, the subs and it's like, he he's talking, you know, he's like, let me just go out back y'all. And essentially it's like what yeah, it's translating yeah what and, it would have been originally right, rather right yeah but whenever you know you you don't really think of him that way if you haven't watched the subs yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. and and like the sub for for the devil's part-timer is like or the dub is really really good at like giving you just enough americanization to where it's not boring for or like it's easy to understand for you know people who speak english right it doesn't but, lose its context but, but yeah but it it doesn't also like make you want to shoot yourself because you <laughs> like are listening the same sentence basically said three times yeah right well one one of the shows that i really wanted to um touch on and it's appropriate you wear that shirt today parker's rocking that my hero academia shirt Boko no uh, academia. i uh it's one of the those are one that's one of the shows that I didn't watch before and then more and more guests were like, Bro, you gotta watch the show. Oh yeah. So I've been watching it and I have I'm not quite done with season one, but man, it's really good. I'm like, I, I I've gotta start it still. First like I swear I cried to like the first three episodes. There's <laughs> there was like and like not like bad cries, but just like the oh Deku, you 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 kid, you're gonna get it. You you're gonna get there. I it I, I love anime like that. Yeah. Like my favorite anime is Gurren Lagann and the whole show is basically a parody of that, of how anime is like super like with friendship and determination, we can do anything. It's pretty much making fun of that, but the yeah. way they do it is, a, is also really cool. I like though. It's kind of interesting cause it's like almost self-referential now. It's like, it's kind of meta with some of these new, like different shows. Yeah. Is it? It's oh, like, yeah, there's a formula. Yeah. They're now. like, Oh, 
we're breaking the fourth wall almost yeah. like yeah because we know that this is like <laughs> the quintessential like trope but we're kind of flipping it on its head because by acknowledging that so right. it's kind of it's it's interesting and i like to see when when some have done that way mm-hmm. but yeah I, i'm trying to remember what episode i'm on what happened in the last episode oh he uh the main character izuku deku deku uh he uh see i'm still learning no. yeah but he uh he was able to use just a little bit of strength to throw the baseball oh, really far. That is one of the moments where I'm just like, yes. Yeah. And, and so, yeah, I mean, yeah, Nick's, Nick hasn't started yet. So I he's like, what the fuck? I <laughs> no, need to. No, he talks about but it. But I don't want to ruin it for Nick. Yeah, no. And like that moment to me, because like, I, I mean, I, I was kind of like you and I kind of held off on it. I was like, yeah, ah, I'm, you know, everyone keeps talking about it, but I'm not sure if I want to invest so much time into it. Is it going to be like another long shonen that I keep on starting? Like I'm like episode 700 in one piece. I'm never going to finish that. You know, I don't want to get back into like those, but then people are like, God, just, it just, is just, really great. Shippuden. Like yeah. I'm like, I, you know, yeah. I'm like I finished super, uh, Shippuden 200, 300 episodes to go. Yeah. God damn. There's so, there, how many episodes are there? There's a lot. No, Ten, yeah. About 10,000. Yeah. It's, it's, <laughs> it, it feels like, right? It's, it's like in the four hundreds, isn't it? Well, no, it's way in the, way more. I thought that was, that was like in the eight hundreds. Really? Yeah. Shippuden. Yeah. One, yeah. Of, my, uh, one of my guests that's been on Tim Wynn. Mm-hmm. I always had to give him a shout out when we talk about Naruto because right. he's seen every single episode. He's watched it through it, every single yeah. episode. Uh, I think four times now Mm -hmm. is what you told me three or four times. And so I'm just like, God damn, like your time is just gone, bro. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it's like, (laughs) you know, I've got it. Like I said, you know, that guy, Joe, I kept up with him for so long that he's given me like pretty much all the clip notes. Like I don't, I don't even need to watch the show to know what happened because, you know, he's like ran me through everything. And uh, yeah, I mean, sometimes you meet those people and they're just like, they can literally write a book. You That's know. insane, man. Yeah. Um, so the one I wanted to touch on with Nick uh, was one of my favorites, too, is Yu Yu Hakusho. Oh, my gosh. Um, a few people have talked. I know James Nim brought it up. And I he, think... He was kind of like with Dragon Ball Z with you. He had it on, like, bootleg, like, DVDs. Yeah. yeah. And so um, I actually started watching that one again, like, rewatching it, mm-hmm. but with uh, subs. And so it's interesting. Like, that one's kind of one that's kind of fallen further down on my list as i've started new ones mm-hmm. um but just where i was was like in the very you know obviously it's at the very beginning he's like trying to protect the uh you guys trying to protect the golden egg like yeah the very beginning oh yeah. yeah and just up to that point it's so different than i remember with the sub versus the dub yeah. mm-hmm. and it just goes back to the like i've how we watched talk about it the both ways yeah. yeah i've watched it both ways and it is it's one that it, it's a way darker show you watch mm-hmm. it with the subs and i mean i think it's because i really don't know too much of the history and like how they marketed yu yu haka show um, mm-hmm. like i do with dragon ball z but they might have, you know, done that just so that they could get it on Toonami. To have it yeah. More, yeah. a little bit more accessible. Yeah. I That's kind of what I imagine with some of those. It, like, yeah, yeah, you know, they they knew their core, you know, core audience is going to be children. So they dumb it down a little yeah, bit. Yeah, they had to kind of. Yeah. Um, but it, they did that. They did do that with Dragon Ball Z, like editing yeah. out some yeah. of the blood, oh, yeah. taking out yeah. some of the cursing. Yeah. yeah. I don't think Goku really had a hole in that episode, in that first couple episodes where Piccolo, where Piccolo has to kill him with uh, Raditz. I don't, I don't remember seeing. Oh, oh yeah. Yeah. Know, it's, it's yeah. a lot different. Scene. Yeah. yeah. Um, but we talk about kind of not the Americanization per se, but just 
repatch repackaging it i guess for america yeah i, mean, I, I, yeah, I hate kind of using that later, word because it's kind of negative connotations years later you know we always have a, a second version that comes yeah out, you know yeah. it doesn't matter what anime it is but it always seems like you know once it's had its success then they're like all right now mm-hmm. let's show you yeah. what it was really well, some supposed of them, to be like like um sorry i don't mean to cut no, you off. you're good yeah um uh detective conan was one of those case closed yeah yeah um they changed it even from like the title detective conan like it was have you seen that no, it's, it's seen one that he's one. a the guy he's like a one of the best detectives and then he ends up uh through like some crazy thing like he becomes like a, a child again yeah and okay. he's still solving crimes but he like knocks out the dad of like his friend <laughs> mm-hmm. and poses as him to like say he solved the crimes but that the was original swim wasn't it yeah yeah the original um it's called Case Closed here in America, but it's called Detective Conan. Well, he gets that name Conan because he adopts that name mm-hmm. because the guy that wrote Sherlock Holmes yeah, it was Conan Sir Conan. Doyle. Yeah. And so he was his favorite detective, so that's where he kind of got his, his moniker from, essentially. Yeah. But they repackage things like that and change it for, like, American audiences, and you're like... Yeah. Sometimes you think, like, that's not really that big of a change. Like, yeah, why would right. they change that? Right. But I mean, like, I guess Case Closed is a little bit more of like a, that's like a title. Like, yeah. Detective Conan's a little bit more ambiguous, I guess. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I, like, Four Kids, I know, is really bad at that. Oh, they're like notorious. Oh, for yeah. Like, I can't remember, because I remember thinking it was really stupid whenever I was a kid, too. But there's like one episode where Brock is like making food and he's like, I love these jelly donuts. And it's quite obviously he's holding like a rice ball. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I remember that. Yeah. And you're just like, I'm confused. What is it's like, did they forget we had rice in America? Yeah. yeah. Like we know what that is, dog. <laughs> yeah. And like, oh, the one piece, the one piece for kids dub is m- the biggest travesty I think that they've ever done. <laughs> like, like they gave, they, they, they made a rap. They they made the 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 intro rap. I, I can't. <laughs> I can't even if find his words. If they did a you <laughs> if they did a you hockey show for kids, if you wouldn't. It understand would be like it. half no. of the show. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's like how could Where's yeah. the rest of the show? Yeah. yeah, no. And there's like a like the character Chopper. They like sped him up, like half like like he's in like the feel like the tenth episode. He, you know, it's supposed to be in like episode. 200 or something when he finally comes Damn. in and they sped him up because they're like oh he's a cute character so we have to you know market him better to the kids yeah and it's just like well it's just like with anything like the mass appeal like the porgs with star wars oh yeah she like that like they, like yeah. hey yeah hey there's the thing that we put in the movie so we could sell toys like yeah. mm-hmm. and yeah. so that's essentially what that is like everyone just wants that pikachu yeah and, and you kind of get it because it's like at the end of the day it's a business mm-hmm. and they have to market the shit and sell oh. it but it's like it almost you if you feel like they take your thing and like like just shit like, on it yeah mm-hmm. exactly and just you're like, like god damn it stomp all over it um so i don't know how like into the tsunami block you guys were but that was like those were like my main jams i uh, remember like racing home and it was like i'd catch the very end of a zoids episode zoids we talked about yes. that the other day yes. Yes. white liger shout out to zoids yeah liger zero yeah uh that's right, right? Liger yeah, Zero? I yeah, think yeah. Liger Zero. I remember those were the coolest toys, though. I never had one. I always thought it would be really dope. They were almost like Bionicles, but you, oh, you wind them up. Bionicle? Bionicle? Goddamn. Yeah, you'd wind them up. shoes. What? <laughs> you never had the Bionicle shoes? Where you get like the different masks and you can put them on your shoes? I remember that. I don't remember that. <laughs> oh, man. I was about some Bionicles that when was I was like... fucking yeah. A. I was into Bionicles and Code Lyoko at like... Code Lyoko. At, like, at like 
fourth grade. That was the, like my two shits. The show that I started, I went back to watch. Don't was, don't uh, do it. Was a, a reboot. Oh, oh, that you like, that yeah, that really old. I like, talked to everyone about that and mm-hmm. some people remember it's about 50, 50. I, I don't think I ever watched it, but I, it's a real bad, like the main it's, it was back when like 3d animation was like really like, yeah, that's right. Yeah. Not that great. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and so like this shit does not hold up. Like if you watch the animation now, you're like, uh, this well, is bad. Have, yeah. have, and like the villain, the main villain's name is like megabyte. Oh, <laughs> it's like, oh no. <laughs> have you seen the, the, the uh, 3d Donkey Kong show? Uh-uh. Yes. Oh, no, I have. That is bad. So, like, reboot is is like a Pixar film compared to oh to, to this God. Donkey Kong. Well, I'll so, never watch that. Then there's a song in every episode. <laughs> Donkey Kong actually does not have a bad voice. Everything else in it was just Low key a vocalist. Like, it was trash. <laughs> what was trash. the show that you thought I was going to talk about on from Toonami? Like Hamtaro or something? Oh, oh my gosh, Hamtaro! <laughs> no, I I didn't I didn't I didn't. I didn't, didn't know what I was going to come oh, okay. guess. Cause you're like, don't do it. And I was like, Oh, oh yeah. I don't say the shit that he doesn't like. So yeah. it would be like though. So you get Zoids, you get DBZ. Yes. Yu-Yu, oh yeah. We're you. <laughs> no, completely you're good. No, Nick. no. I mean, so what would come on after though? There was, uh, there was like Ronin warriors. Yeah, was, on yeah. the Ronin original wars, blog. Uh, They had Thundercats was on there for Thundercats, a while. Thundercats. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Oh, Megas XLR. You guys remember that show? Yeah, it was the, a the, mech, right? Yeah, the big robot one with the guy who made it and like like put like a eight ball like gear shifter it was in a car. video games. Oh, yeah, I was just thinking about that show the other day and I couldn't remember what it was. Right? Yeah. No, Holy I I, I, I missed I missed that show. Man, that was a good one, and I was kind of all over the board with some of the stuff. Um, I mean, I would go from mechs to like just any like mm. Tenchi Muyo. That's that's like the harem. Oh, mm. um, but I really liked one of my favorites from that block was Outlaw Star. Mm. And so I don't know if that has anything to do with finding Cowboy Bebop and then that kind of being yeah. similar because it's kind of like the space space pirate mm-hmm. type thing, space yeah. space cowboy type thing. Yeah. Um, but those were two that I always like are really high on recall whenever I think about shows I really like from that block. Oh, yeah. I had to look it up just now. Yeah, I remember that show. Yeah. I can't Megas remember. XLR, what was it? Oh, Outlaw. Oh, oh Outlaw Star. Yeah, yeah. Outlaw yeah Star. Gene Starwind. It's pretty good. I mean, yeah. It's kind of one that maybe wasn't as popular, but yeah, yeah I've, it's I've, pretty good. Yeah, I think. I've heard it and like I've yeah. seen like clips and stuff around the internet, but yeah, I've it's not pretty like, good. It's watched worth a watch if you guys mm-hmm. ever get a chance. Yeah, but, check it out. Um, but that's kind of like my whole thing with this show is like it's so hard because uh, I just wrote I wrote down the devil was a part timer, but it's like man I don't know when I'll have time to watch exactly, that. exactly. Because like every guest that I've had on has told me two or three shows, and I'm like way backlogged. Yeah, I'm like yeah. I'm trying to watch it. Yeah, <laughs> I know. And then like the shit I want to watch, and then just whatever else like is on, I'm like right. Yeah. I gotta find time to watch the shit. Yeah. I just happen to watch. Have you have you heard about the devil uh, devil man cry baby? Uh-uh. The Netflix, it's like a Netflix original anime. It's what? about the Devil May Cry. No, it's oh. it's it's not, it's not. It's called Devil Men Cry Baby. Oh, okay. I thought you said Devil May Cry Baby. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was like, oh, no, that, that, show? That, that's exactly what I thought at first. I watched it. First of all, any kids who were like under the age of eighteen, I would suggest you probably not watch it, especially oh. around with your parents. Now um, they'll watch it. Said yeah, that. yeah, <laughs> yeah. Nick, you you can go do that with your. Yeah, mom. I'm gonna watch it. But it's like, it doesn't make sense. It doesn't make sense for like the first three episodes. And then you're suddenly after like the third episode, you're starting to like, like you start to see stuff and it starts to just piecing together. Yeah. And then stuff gets explained. You're just, 
I, by the end of the it's show, like a mind fuck or what? It's basically a mind fuck. Uh, I have with, to peep with, that one with with a with a lot of other fucking. If there's, it's not, <laughs> there's, there's there's a lot of sex in that show. Yeah. I'm just gonna Jesus. just just gonna warn you, and it's uh, not, it's not like toned down at all. Uh, well, one of the ones that um, a guy that I work with had just suggested me to had suggested that I start watching, and I always when someone tells me something, I always try to go immediately after they tell me and at least watch the first episode right and so i did that and it's blue gender oh dude that's it's pretty damn good have you seen it yeah. i've not seen blue that gender. was it's the, pretty good i just watched the first episode and so it's, it's a funimation yeah. show and yeah. they would they push that so hard on yeah, every I, dragon ball z cassette that you would buy oh, really oh like the vhs whatever. tape i mean yeah yeah, yeah. yeah that that was blue gender yeah i remember that show was so intense. like the whole the whole vibe of it is like there's like, uh, and I've only seen the first episode, so I could tell you like just what I've like my perception. Um, like, there's a, and a lot of people. It's funny because like you hear some of the voices and you're like, that's Future Trunks. Like, yeah, just because it's Funimation. Yeah, but, yeah, no, they do um, have a lot of similar voice. But there's like a kind of like different. I don't know if it's the same disease or different diseases, but these people are getting sick, and there's not like a cure like right now for it mm-hmm. and so it's kind of like um you can volunteer to be put in cryogenic stasis until they find the cure and then they wake you up well yeah. that's happened but this guy wakes up and it's like the whole world's like fucked like there's like these crazy uh like bug like oh okay. giant bug alien creatures almost like starship troopers it's, they it's, it's, like, it's like cyborg yeah. yeah yeah they're like cyborg like bug type creatures it's like futurama meets <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it is kind of like future because he gets frozen. But, yeah, um, not sure how far in the future it is, just because like like I said, I've only yeah. watched the first episode. But uh, he gets saved by um, like it's the main dude, but he gets saved by a a girl in like a big suit, almost yeah. like almost like aliens. It's, so it's kind of like I a mech, kind of like, okay. like a future, like a apocalyptic future, like mm-hmm. mech crossover type thing. Gotcha. Cool. It's pretty good. Like it, it I'm had, on episode in, so I can't say too much. It had but, really good ratings. I know a lot of people were really into that show. Yeah, and it's just crazy. Like the one I think I had like, season one, but I can't really recall. Yeah, like, right now, what I there's so many shows. Like you yeah. never know all the shows. So yeah. people are like, you've heard of it because people assume because I have a show, right, that I know everything, but. I have a show because I want to learn more and like right, want yeah. to know about everything. Right. But but speaking of that, so you reminded me because of the Dragon Ball Z VHS tapes. There was one on the Pokemon VHS tapes mm-hmm. that I always remembered. Have you guys ever actually watched Kimbo the White Lion? Uh, uh-uh, I haven't no. seen that. I, I, well, do do you know what I'm talking about? Uh, I don't think so. What what was like the whole? Was it just like it, a it, teaser for it? But before? yeah, no. I, at the at the end of every Pokemon VHS tapes, they always had a preview for Kimbo the White Lion, and I was like, oh, so I I thought it was like a Lion King thing. Turns <laughs> out that's where Disney got the idea for Lion King. Really? Or that's what people say because it's Kimbo the White Lion, and it's the main villain is an evil lion with a scar over his eye. And I just remember, yeah, that's exactly it. It's like an old, huh, like, 70s, that. 80s. That looks like That looks like a Sunday school yeah. coloring book. Yeah. <laughs> yeah <laughs> like, this is, Noah's this, Ark. Yeah, we just yeah. looked the picture up. Yeah, this, I don't yeah, remember it's that. Like, it's like asteroids, like, huh. asteroid Kimba boy. the White Lion. Yeah. When's this from? I, I think it's like, like, 70s, 80s. I'm trying to look it up here. 1965. Oh, oh, I see shit, first I was way is 65. That's the, the manga oh. was 1958. Dang. November 1950 to April 1954. Yeah. yeah. Christ. But I just remember that because I was curious because of like the music was really cool. And then I just remember it had 
they just did this like like call at the end. It's like ah, Kimba, and it just stuck in <laughs> my head. It's just like 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 I. <laughs> It's in my head forever. That's funny, That's man. So yeah, I don't remember that one. Um, I've never met anyone who's also seen that show, so yeah. I, was, I was curious if anyone has. Well, that's kind of like mine with, um, it's called Saint Seiya originally, but mm-hmm. it's uh, Knights of the Zodiac. Oh! Have you seen that? I have. I finally found them. <laughs> everybody listening, everybody that, uh, any of my listeners, like, yeah. they know that every episode I've asked, and no one's ever heard of this. So no, we, I, we finally found it. it's Parker. He's the one. He's my he's my soulmate. Uh, he, it's he's he's seen Knights of the Zodiac. Yeah, it was it was kind of sort of like Power Rangers. Yeah, yeah it's kind of like, like, yeah, like anime yeah. Power Rangers, but like yeah, with so, Zodiac signs. Yeah, and, exactly, Nick. That's exactly what it is. It's it's like Power Rangers, but mm, that's exactly it. Mm-hmm. It's Saint Seiya originally, but repackaged in America as uh, Knights of the Zodiac. Yeah, yeah. Um, I've only seen like a couple episodes, but the, like, like I remember it. Uh, it was like a late night thing on Saturday night. Yeah, and I can't, but I can't remember which the channel. Theme. It was on. Remember the theme was uh, the cover of "And I Ran, I Ran So oh. Far Away," but it was by was it by Bowling for Soup? It was like some '90s I, band. I, I don't early I, 2000s I, band. I can't remember that. That it was like a long time ago when I seen it. But I want to like, say it was Bowling for Soup. If it is, I'm, I'm going to ask him about it when it comes to the tower. Oh, yeah. When is that show at the tower? Let's plug that real quick. That's like, is it March or May? It's in March. I don't know if they've announced it. Well, anyway, Bowling for Soup is coming to the tower. So yeah. I mean, there's a, yeah. Gi- <laughs> there's, there's a giant poster. In, I want to say it is uh, Bowling for Soup. Oh, that did Bowling that. for Soup? Yeah, Bowling for Soup. Oh, I thought you were talking about something else. Never mind. No. Bowling for Soup, um, Knights of the Zodiac. Let's look it up. Anyway, like that was one, like I've always asked, um, and no one ever seems to remember that. I thought I like Mandela affected myself. Yeah. I was like, was this, was this shit real? Well, that, that's kind of how I felt with Zoids too, because there was like a time where I completely forgot that Zoids ever existed. And then I saw it on Facebook, like I would say like last year or something. Cause remember I tagged you in it. I can't, I can't remember what it was, but I was like, and then like all these memories came floating back and I like also remember that there was a weird like 3D Gundam that like they were like like little chibi Gundams that run yeah. around I can't remember what show that SD was SD Gundam SD Gundam yeah that was a piece of shit show yeah man. I hated that Gundam I, I, I'm sorry cool. if you liked it no I, I look that I like Kolioko at the time so okay. it's it's I, I had no taste <laughs> I thought yeah, it was Bowling the for Soup that did that cover no, they did an 03 uh, re-release while I'm loading yeah. in their gear I'm gonna ask them hey do you guys remember uh, uh, the, Knights of the Zodiac? Knights of the Zodiac. Did you see that they're putting it on Netflix? Knights of the Zodiac? Knights of the Zodiac. What? Right there. Holy shit. Licensed by Netflix 2018. Dude. I'm so lit. I'm going to get to watch the show. Oh, I guess. it's so good. Yeah. Please watch at least yeah. a few episodes. No, I will. Well, we, 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 should have, of, we should have a screening it gets here. A, it get, oh, Speaking yeah. of Netflix anime, though, have you watched Seven Deadly Sins? Oh, that's a great one. Oh, oh it, it is, is so, so good. good. I got to stop adding to my list. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. It is. I, I'm just going to say uh, I think it's the best anime Netflix has put out so whoa. far. No, well, hot I, takes. I, hot takes from Nick. I will say you need to you need to see Devilman Crybaby. Yeah, I mean, I need to watch that. What's like the whole vibe of like Seven Deadly Sins sins okay. what's like the uh what's like the draw to that one it's, okay it's, it's yeah it's yeah. it's like um like you know uh a, a kind of a, a kingdom castle castle type kingdom you know has been taken over 
Um, you don't really know what it was, but there were, there's a legend of the seven deadly sins who were like the knights of, you know, this kingdom before it fell the and, and they knights. were blamed for the reason why it fell. But, Bam. you know, they, all seven of them have, you know, you know, suck, suck yeah. out refuge and have packed up, moved on doing their own thing. And, um, the, the way the story starts out is the princess that is living in that castle has, you know, figured out that, you know, it's a sham and she doesn't understand what's going on at the castle. So she seeks out one of the seven deadly sins. And, um, then hijinks, it is awesome. Um, Hijinks ensues. Hijinks ensues. (laughs) Yeah. It's, it's, uh, very, it's like definitely like one of the like perverted, Oh, animes, you know, it's like, Reiki. like it's, no, it's, yeah. I mean, they like, went, it's, it's, it's about as like, I, I would say it's about master Roshi level. Yeah. yeah it is like mine. master Roshi level, but it's like implied through every uh, scene. Yeah. <laughs> kind of yeah. Just like the undertone. Yeah. 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 But, I've been, uh, yeah, I have to check that. I've been like super impressed with the Netflix. I think original. you like it. Mm-hmm. Did you yeah. watch Arjun? No, I watched, um, I did watch, uh, the, Castlevania. Oh yeah, oh, I, I thought that, that was really yet. good. I've been, I've been I, it's on my list. You could watch it in one sitting. It's like four episodes. Yeah, really? Yeah, Ooh. and they're all like twenty minutes up. Yeah, twenty minutes long. All it's right. my it's on my list. To watch. That tonight. I thought Ajin's <laughs> a really good one though too. What is that one? How do you spell um, it? A J I N. And so this one I can really summarize pretty easily. So Ajin is about. So what Ajin is is like a. Um, it's like a like a, they look like shadow people, right? But they're controlled by like humans, but they're not really humans, they're Ajans. But you don't here's the thing is you don't know that you're an Ajan unless you're put into like a near death situation. Like so like if you're about to die, that thing will save you, right? But they're they're looked at as like low class, like we need to eliminate all oh, the Ajans. Okay. And, um, well, there's this sounds kind of lit. Yeah. But you can, you can, you know, since you're pretty much, you know, unkillable, there's like a warrior, uh, guy that's an Ajin and he's planning to rebel and overthrow, um, the anti Ajin task force or whatever. And, um, he, I mean, if he gets put into a predicament where, you know, FBI agents have got him or subdued him. I mean, he'll put a bullet through his head because he's immediately reborn like that instant. Like he'll shoot through himself to get someone behind him. Like, gotcha. But, and he goes down for a second, but then he's back up and it's, it's like, that's it's epic, uh, combat. Like huh. it's like, well, that just pretty, opens so yeah. many doors for mm-hmm. like animation. It really does. Yeah. I mean, they can do a lot with this show and it's in the 3d huh. animation style. It's not like hand drawn. show. Oh, okay. And, um, they did a really good job cause I'm, I'm really more into like, you know, the, the classic animation style, but yeah. this show I had no problems with. Yeah. That's cool, man. And I, I really enjoy seeing ones like that. One of the other things I like is seeing, um, seeing other th- seeing shows maybe that wouldn't necessarily be anime normally right uh repurposed or reimagined as anime yeah and so one of my one of my guests i had on uh mike anderson he's a local artist but he re- he reimagined it oh, uh, yeah. pennywise mm-hmm. as an anime and so um that's pretty cool it's super legit like I he did it. He, he uh so he got he did like these illustrations and they ended up getting featured on like the nerdist entertainment weekly nice. awesome. from right here in oklahoma city though right okay. and so it's really cool i love like that that whole vibe and 
how anything can be either repurposed or retold as anime. And so yeah. that that's like a really cool thing, like adaptations, things like that. Yeah. Yeah. Um, uh, was it the headline it as an anime is terrifying or something like that? It might be. Yeah. I think I saw these, uh, Oh yeah, did you got yeah. pulled up. Yeah, I it's do. pretty neat. I mean, yeah. he just like he did a few was different scenes. Yeah, that's it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That's no, I saw these and I thought that was he had so one good. with He's the balloons. He's from Oklahoma. Yeah. That's awesome. I worked with him. We both yeah. worked at an ad agency together for a long time. But he, uh, super yeah. talented dude. Yeah, yes. that's No, I, I've actually seen those before. Those are pretty. Nerdist is like my channel. I follow that. Oh, nice. so yeah. As soon as yeah. you said that, I was like, I think I've seen those. Yeah, yeah, it was pretty neat, man, to see like. And especially like kind of like a testament to Oklahoma City, like mm-hmm. some local dude, and he's yeah. just like getting a feature on like all these awesome channels. Yeah, yeah. And so um, another thing that I always uh, that I enjoy talking to my guests about, um, it's just like an interesting observation, I guess. But and you kind of mentioned it earlier, like how how niche anime is, and I think you kind of get thrown into a box whenever you like anime, especially if you liked it back in yep. the day. You kind of definitely like, that kid's well, weird. I remember sure. I I didn't tell kids in school. Because you'd be like a social pariah. I wouldn't even invite friends over because they'd come home and see my wall of anime action figures. And I remember like when I first was like, you know, I lived in a small town. I didn't want anyone to find out. And I remember like the first time I had someone over the night before, I just like scrubbed my room. And then I was like, okay, no, next (laughs) time he comes, you got to be honest. And I told him and he was like, dude, you're a freak. What? Like, but... It was okay. It was yeah. chill. We got through it. But, but yeah. you know, then, you know, I made some friends that were into anime. Yeah. Well, see, and that's cool. like kind of the thing is it, the whole parallel of why I like to talk about music and anime because yeah. I feel like those are the two things that really carry stigmas. Yeah. Because if yeah. you like something, you know, as, as far as like in regards to music, you kind of get put into, into a box. Oh, yeah. I oh, mean, trust me. I know. People like to stomp on your dreams and mm-hmm. what what yeah. and things you like if something makes you happy there's always going to be someone yep. there to tell you why you should it really be happy is and it. it's like one of those things like the the thing that always killed me is like well your subjective opinion doesn't line up with my subjective opinion right. so you're wrong right. I'm like what the fuck yeah well my favorite band of all time actually more than the hat is 21 pilots i've been they've been my favorite band since 2013 like i've been a hardcore fan of 21 pilots for a long time and now they've started to got like gotten big. It's really hard for me to like now say it. I feel like, like say like 25 is my favorite band. Cause then people look like, Oh, th- that the heathens song that oh, stressed yeah. out song. And you're just like, that's not all. And you're like, that's not even like their sound from yeah. back in the day. Like, yeah. Like, yeah. like, yeah. And they've like put on like some of the most amazing live shows, but no one's going to go see them. Like, unless you're like a 12 year old girl. What's up with like the stigma though? Like why, why do they get shit on like that? It, um, mostly what do you the, think? because, like, because of their fan base for like, because <laughs> they're, I mean, you know, I've listened to old 21 pilot Parker really opened my eyes to it because, you know, I probably, you know, I, I really don't have like th- this big, uh, high expecting opinion of 21 pilots, but Parker, you know, showed me some of their older stuff and I was yeah, like, and oh, dude, also, I dig this, you know, this yeah. is cool. And like they did some stuff with like mute math mm-hmm. and That's, I mean, that was what? super cool too. Yeah. yeah. But I, I never knew that. But if you look at 21 pilots right now, like if you 
had never heard of them and tomorrow you became a fan, you'd associate them with being a pop band. Yeah. You know, and, and that's not really what they were. It might be what they're gravitating towards, but Parker's also shown me like live performances and you know, that's not, they don't even sound like the same band. Yeah. You know, it's, um, which by the way, if you want to check out that album, it's uh, T O P X M M. That's, that's the that, that, live that, album. Um, no, that's the album that they do with Mute Math. Yeah. Oh, so, gotcha, gotcha. So Mute Math, that um, those guys have have been like friends for like like a little over a year now. Yeah. Um, and like took them on tour and all that stuff, and they made this album like reimagining like five twenty one pilot songs, and they just like different instrumentation on it. Ooh, they looped. <laughs> that's new. Oh. But they looped uh, Twenty One Pilots in on it, like it's it's like a Mute Math meets Twenty One Pilots. No, it no, it's, it's it's like Twenty One Pilots and Mute Math is playing on it. Oh, yeah. So it's it's more like like they reimagined kind of um, these like five songs off of their last album. Gotcha. And you know, it's whenever I show people, it's like, oh, that's like they're musically talented. They're not just like this generic pop yeah, no band. Shit. <laughs> and so like. And, and so I'm like, yes, now you're, you're starting to see a little yeah. bit of what, of what, you know, I've been doing. Um, well, the stigma is carried definitely just cause like I, uh, like my favorite band is Kings of Leon. Oh, I love and everybody's Kings like, Oh well, yeah, lose somebody. And I'm like, man, yeah. that's like four albums in, yeah. like five yeah. albums in. I know. And also I want to say coming around sundown, highly underrated. Album. I love that album. By the way, you'll be, you'll, you can thank me. I have a playlist down in the lobby and it has a bunch of Kings of Leon on it oh, because shit. I absolutely love Kings of Leon. It's they're great. Same. I yeah. see them every time they're here. Oh, I've um, seen them on every tour since only by the night. Nice. I've only got to see them a few times. I think honestly, my favorite time though, was the, uh, the tornado relief. Yeah. I was there. Yeah. That was awesome. With the flaming lips. Yeah. Jackson and, Brown was there. Yeah. And, uh, lit. I saw them in Tulsa with, um, Local natives, those guys are awesome. Oh yeah, I've, I've local not, natives. I've, I've heard local natives, but put on a really. I wanted show. to talk about because both of you guys. I mean, obviously you're in the same band, so mm-hmm. there's got to be those roots somewhere that you guys are into the same type of shit. Not necessarily the same yeah. bands. Yeah, but I thought it was interesting. You both tapped Chili Peppers. Oh, and you yeah. specifically John Frusciante. John John Frusciante, him and Nels Klein from the band Wilco are my two favorite guitar players. Yeah. Um, while in this band, I play bass. I'm I'm primarily a guitar player. And so like me and my best friend, Luke and my other best friend, Sam, we would every day after my like school, we would go home and we would just like jam on chili peppers and just like learn everything about that. We watch live videos and would have like inside jokes, you know, just about chili peppers. Like they were like, you know, the The shit they, they, they were, they were like, like my favorite band. Um, yeah. Well, speaking of El Paso too, cause, uh, didn't he end up joining the Mars Volta in there from yeah, El Paso? Uh, yeah, he. I, I'm not sure where Mars Volta is. I've heard something about them being from El Paso, but I also think they might. Be I think they're like based out of El yeah, Paso type. Yeah, of thing. then they probably right. just moved to LA. You know? yeah. But yeah, no, like John Frusciante has done a lot of stuff with Mars Volta, um, and it's and like like I his the way his brain works when it comes to soloing and like 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 musicality is really interesting. So, I didn't even realize that, but he was playing guitar when Omar was playing guitar as mm-hmm. well. Yeah. No, okay. there's, there, uh, there's a couple of live videos of, of them doing yeah, it, but there's, also, I need to check that out. Cause I mean, they're both, you know, favorites th- of mine. I didn't, I didn't even realize there's that. one really cool video of, uh, Omar, John and flea, just those three. And they're just jamming in okay. like, in, in like a restaurant or something. Right. And it's, re- it's really fucking dope. Um, <laughs> yeah. Okay. I'll that just sounds dope. Yeah. It's, yeah. I haven't even seen the video. And I yeah, know yeah. that's good. Already. No, it's, it's, it, it's phenomenal. Yeah. 
I was raised on Chili Peppers, though. Mm-hmm. I mean, it was my mom's favorite band. Probably. I mean, I think it still is her favorite band. Uh, for her birthday last year, I got her their the tickets. Their album actually released on her birthday. What? Yeah. So I was, happy birthday. Yeah. Yeah. It was cool. But um, I say like, I thought you were saying that you went to the show. I got her the cassette. show last year, right? Yeah, yeah. No, I I went to the one in Tulsa too. When it yeah, was dope. I wanted to go to that. It was so like I just saw a lot of video from it. Yeah. Their lighting, their their lights are so cool. Yeah. They have these like uh, these lights that they suspend from the ceiling that yeah. raise and lower on and motors, they would, like form shapes. Yeah, stuff. and they form shapes above you. That's lit. Yeah, oh, yeah. It, it was great. And the opening, the opening was really weird because it was Jack Irons. Do you know who Jack Irons is? Uh, no. Jack Irons was one of the first drummers for Chili Peppers, and also became like one of the foundation members of Pearl Jam. Oh yeah. shit! And then disappeared. No one like. I guess they know where it happened, but like for like normal folk like us, we have no idea what happened <laughs> to him. I'm glad like though. Cause I mean, I love Chad Smith. Uh, no, yeah. 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 I, I, Will no, Ferrell's brother. Yeah. <laughs> dude, dude, Chad Smith's the man, but like, yeah. but Jack Irons opened up the groove. whole show. It was like him, Just him by himself, him by himself with like a track and like weird, like, like stage, like video behind him That's playing drums. It was, yeah. It's it's really weird. And then trombone shorty, uh, was the next after. And if uh, you haven't seen trombone shorty, he is, he made Brain Stew a good of a fucking awesome song again. Huh. Again. Again. Because it was already it, good. It, it was good, but it was overplayed. But then he added trombone and horns on it and it sounds incredible. Nice. Um the other the other band I was gonna talk to you about just because I don't see it come up very often was Siguros from Iceland. Oh Siguros, yeah. Um Man, those guys are just I used to listen to them when I was working mm-hmm. just because it's like very like yeah. ambient like very mm-hmm. spacey like that type of vibe yeah. i used to listen to like stuff like that and explosions in the skies mm-hmm. um things like that yeah, like Mogwai, a, yeah. all, all, that, all really that's good like one of my just like genres background, well. i'm working music. yeah 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 and so what uh was that just kind of a product of you being a like a fan of like maybe not necessarily the different type shit but just like things that maybe wasn't just like the popular thing um what? sort of bait when i was like starting to get in guitar I had kind of this mindset that I wasn't good enough to like be a shredder and I like my brain doesn't really work that way, but I like really like you two and I like the edge and I found out that he used a lot of effects pedals. And so I started to like use more and I started to like learn how to use textures and stuff. And then, you know, that basically opened like a lot of doors for opened me. a lot of doors to me, yeah. like, like ambient music just became like the thing throughout high school besides chili peppers. Like it was, uh, like cigarettes, explosion in the sky, um, lowercase noises. Uh, this Mogwai, will destroy you. This will destroy you. Is phenomenal. Like all, all that kind of stuff just became a big, like, like part of how, how I kind of like felt music. And cigarettes is a big one because uh, there's this thing that I do that I I used to do a lot for churches and stuff, but I play guitar with, with a bow. bow. Yeah, yeah, and and like the way I did it, like people would. Like be like, oh, that's a Jimmy Page thing. It's like, oh, I'm not doing the Jimmy Page thing. I'm doing the the Yonzi thing because how I do it is make it sound more like a cello and kind of very spacey, atmospheric. And then, and and so that's why a lot of churches were really yeah. re- really big on it. Too. There's a uh, there's a band. It's called the Timberline Hike. I don't know if you guys have ever heard of them. They're a local band. But the one of the the girl that played piano in the band was my wife's high school choir instructor okay <laughs> but okay. i knew the lead singer because he was from edmund and i lived in edmund uh i went to high school in edmund oh nice okay and so i uh i 
caught one of their shows one time at the Jazz Lab there in Edmond on a, uh, over there off of Ninth and uh, Boulevard. But he uh, he did that same thing. He was the first person I ever saw play a bow live yeah. on his guitar, and I was just like, "What the fuck is this guy doing?" Yeah, it sounded no. dope though. Yeah, no, it's but it, yeah, the Timberline. First time I heard Parker do it, like my, my, the hair stood up on my skin. I was just, <laughs> yep. He had this low note. We were both playing at this church, and yeah. I I just called Parker. I was like, yo, you want to make some money, bro? And he was like, yeah. yeah. And so he shows up, and like I'm like, this is the easy gig. So I bring like all my small stuff. I bring like my small amp, oh, a yeah. little tiny pedal board. What I should have brought. Yeah. You think Parker you're going to play up. cowboy chords the whole time? Parker showed <laughs> up with like six guitars, this bow, his, when his, I gig, huge, I gig. his huge no, that, amp. That, that, no, that, that was like my thing is I was like and, a gigging worship musician. And I remember <laughs> it was like the first note, he just comes in with this bow. And I, I almost cried. You're like, bro, it's just marvelous. Like, calm it, down. It was no. I mean, oh, it was I'm great. Oh, oh you just brought oh. back just memories. Holy yeah, shit! Yeah. I hate that song. <laughs> I hate that song so much. <laughs> that was that. That was the theme that song. Was the for, quintessential song. That was that was the theme song for my uh, um, uh, youth band in <laughs> and like every every single song. Everyone's had to play that crowder. at some point. Yeah, something but like maybe. yeah, every, every single. Every single one, every single service that we had for like three years, marvelous light. I played that two times a week. <laughs> I was, I was Just that one strum on the G. Mm-hmm. Man, everyone played that song the exact same way. Yeah. So funny. Yeah. Um, Nick, come, the one that I oh sorry, no, you're <laughs> I keep good, you're Nick good. off, Go guys. Yeah, you know, you're good. He's never gonna come on my show again. Oh. Um, Nah, but the one the the band that I wanted to talk to you about was one of my favorite bands, The Killers. And you, oh you, yeah. yeah. You'd listed them as a ref, as a uh, as an influence. Yeah, and uh, man, just from I, I kind of fell off after Samstown. Yeah, but I've stayed. I haven't listened to this last. record. I was going to say I didn't I'll know if you stayed on. I haven't listened to the last record. I'm really uh, neglecting my killers fanism yeah. right now. Well, but yeah, it's honestly I, I've listened to everything else like religiously, yeah. and I love them. I, I mean, say, it was I said so that, cool to watch them develop their sound as a band because, I mean, I got in, like, right when they were first a band, and um, I, I still haven't gotten to see them live, which is one of the Me saddest neither. things. But, I mean, I've got their DVDs, I've, you know. Yeah, I've, the I've Royal Albert all, Hall oh, concert. Oh, it's so, so good. good, man. When they are playing when you were young and, like, the sparks fly down. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, I mean, I thought they did, like, like that version of Human, Oh like yeah, amazing! And and you know, I thought that was a great album too. The uh, what is it called? Uh, I was just gonna say there's some shit on Day and Age that I really like. Yeah, I kind of said I fell off after this, but I kind of piecemealed it. Great after record, that. it yeah. is a great record. Um, but you know, I what I liked about them was, I mean, honestly, that they were they 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 weren't just playing one four five chord progressions like everyone else that was making it onto the radio at the time. It was like you had all these great emo bands and like you know, like My Chemical Romance, Fallout Boy, whatever. The used. The used. Mm-hmm. But none of them could get on the radio and it was like yeah. you know, killers I really feel like they were like the ones that came in and was like, No, watch this. Like we're gonna be successful. And I mean that's like I always separated them from that whole genre because even though I mean they weren't really an emo band they got they got lumped in with all that because I mean it was like because it, it was just the proximity it was it all came the around bands, the same yeah, time it was all the bands that are getting played on MTV two at the time exactly. you know yeah the alternative yeah <laughs> but uh, the killers you know they just I always separated them and knew that they were individuals and 
they're still doing it. You know, they're still very successful. They still have a huge following. They're still making music. And I mean, I think that says something about what they did. You know, I think it was timeless. I think it's, you know, there'll be a band that we will talk about 20 years from now. I think, yeah, man. Yeah. I think you're right. Yeah. Uh, There's just like, it's so easy on recall for bands like that for me because I remember hearing the killers for the first time and it was somebody told me. Right. And it's like, man, like, are these guys like, what's this, what's these guys' story? I thought they were like British or something. Like, yeah, right. And they're just from Las Vegas. Yeah. Like, and like, I, I didn't really understand what the song was talking about. Like, the lyrics made no sense to yeah. me. Yeah. <laughs> and, and like, when my, I remember, I think it was my mom was listening to it and I was listening to it and she's like, boyfriend that looks like a, what, what is, what is he saying? And what is the song? <laughs> and I go, I I don't listen, I, mom. That's the killers. Get out of mom, here, mom. Leave me. You don't get me. You don't get me, mom. <laughs> um, I mean, there's bands that you find at the same time like that. So I don't know if, uh, you know, I wanted to ask you guys that if there's bands that are synonymous with each other that maybe aren't aren't similar in sound or anything. But there's two bands for me that I feel like I found at the same time like that that I was still really like, and it's mm-hmm. the Killers and the Strokes. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And so yeah. it was just like a one-two punch of me finding those bands and being like, these guys are badass. Yeah. Well, I feel like, you know, the Strokes were a little bit earlier than the Killers, but they, they're, they're it's kind they're of similar harmonies. because, you know, they were both Whoa. like really successful out the gate and they both have continued to make music. You know, yeah. I mean, is the Strokes still... Well, I haven't uh, seen them tour. I know Albert Hammond time. Jr. was just in Norman last yeah. year and did a concert. Okay. What, right what, what did you think about their last album? Um, you talk about The Strokes? Yeah. Um, was that was that the one that had um, Cover of Darkness? Or, no. Uh, what is it? No, it's the one that... Undercover of Darkness? Yeah. No, that, they had um, one after that? They had a yeah, 2013 yeah. release, Come Down Machine. Yeah. That one. Yeah. Um, I didn't really get into oh, it. Oh, 2016, I just, Future, I Present, you, Past. Yeah. I couldn't tell you any songs. The, the, I, I can't... like Any the last, albums after that the, one. the last one that I, that I listened to, man, I, I felt so bad because I felt like somebody ripped my heart out. <laughs> Was it but just not the same? It, 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 it man, it's just tough. It man. was just, like, it was bands, just not you know, good. Sometimes, I in my opinion, it. and that's the thing. Like I think, like I said, I still haven't heard the latest Killers album, but up until the album before that, it's great. I've been a great, yeah. f- I've been a big fan. Well, but see, like, sometimes you, that happens. Sometimes a band makes a complete polar shift. Like, like let's go super pop and let's just say John Mayer, for example. Like, oh yeah. When Born and Raised came out, I was like, you've got to be kidding me. Like, come on. We all wanted another blues record. We all yeah, wanted yeah. you to do something great. And Born and Raised comes out and I'm like, God, you got to pay the bills. Boy. Yeah, he did. <laughs> yeah. yeah, he did. <laughs> going, going back to the emo thing, My Chemical Romance, right, right after Black Parade, they had the Danger Days and no one gave a shit about that. because, no, it, like, I still don't. <laughs> which, which, which you're wrong for which I, I know i will say it is not as good as black parade but it's not a bad album yeah it's not speaking of gerard way that was mm-hmm. one of the influences uh mike that drew the it illustration mm-hmm. he uh he was a fan of my chemical romance but nice. more so of gerard way's art yeah and he, i guess he uh, oh, illustrated yeah. for some comics gerard right? way no yeah, yeah uh yeah like, no he what? and he I did think, their their album cover right mm-hmm. for uh, uh three cheers for three cheers yeah. yeah yeah i know that he was doing something with cartoon network like well, like that was during, honestly like mike him did such a good job at branding themselves they it's did, like true. you know like the black and the red like yeah. the color scheme like yeah everything whereas like there's like a dime a dozen bands that came out around that time that you don't remember anymore and you know that, i'd like to go back and see who directed their videos and know if like jarway 
did any of it because it's like I think he like did. first video like I'm not okay like whenever they put up like the the words across the screen yeah. and like just the way it was shot it made you think of like you know like I don't know it, it teen was, drama yeah it's like it, a movie it yeah. was like I could really relate with, with that yeah. shit yeah but, well that was the point yeah, yeah. it's like the ma- the appeal the appeal that he was trying to portray and yeah. also the like ghost of you that music video is still one of my favorite videos of all time that video made me cry as a kid like (laughs) that was such a yeah and just like as as like someone who loves film like i do like i'm just looking at this and i go that's just that that's beautiful like Mm -hmm. when the the water comes and like it changes from like the dancing into the d-day scene and you're just like this is epic. <laughs> Such a huge song, yeah. too. I mean, it's no, like, no, it's it was you got a good it was band, perfect. you got good yeah. music, video, good branding. I mean, it's I wish we could success, have seen man. another ten years out of them. Yeah, yeah. that would be. I bet awesome. they'll do a reunion for three cheers. That would be great. You'll catch me at I, that. I, 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 yeah. I guess they hung it up, but you never yeah. know. Uh, if it does not for three cheers, it has to be for Black Parade. It yeah. has to be. Yeah, I bet. There's a couple of people that I wanted to catch on like the reunion tours. One of my favorite mm-hmm. bands is Anne Berlin. Oh, you know, yeah. I to catch them. Mm-hmm. Story Damn of the Year was another one. Oh, did you see Story of the Year is going on tour with Coheed? What? Going on, it was announced today going on tour with Coheed, Taking Back Sunday. What? And Let's bring him yeah. to the tower. I, Boy. I wish dude. we could. I would shit myself. There's not anything that's near us. Like the closest thing is I think either Irving or Austin. Uh, Damn, yeah. Austin? Yeah. Well, last time Coheed was here, they played at the Chesapeake. Yeah, I was going to say, they played mm-hmm. in the... I know, but God, I, I, I've never seen Coheed, and Coheed is like one of those bands that I'm like, I, 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 before I die, I need to see Coheed. It, I need to see Coheed and Modest Mouse. That's another uh, comic reference, too. Coheed oh, and yeah. Camry, he yeah. got the names mm-hmm. from two yeah. of the characters, right? From a comic that he was drawing? Yeah. yeah um, Claudio Sanchez. Yeah, actually, there's a really cool documentary about Coheed. If you look on, it's on YouTube. It's, it's super just, good, yeah. Yeah, it's called The Never Ender, mm-hmm. and it goes all the way through, like, Claudio's, um, like, his dad was apparently a heroin addict, but he was, like, Jesus. a functional heroin addict, and, like... Yeah, we all know one of those. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, Jesus. But <laughs> we don't. We don't. Damn. But Hot takes from Nick yeah. again. coming in with the feels but yeah like like coed that never enter i have to check right to check that out for sure yeah it's not like an hour long too so okay this is one that i've been like pulling my hair out over is system of a down has been promising us music for like a year now and they cannot decide how they want to move forward like we were supposed to get an early 2018 release. It still hasn't happened. Dude, System of Down was the first band that scared me. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I, re- I remember that video for Chop Suey. I was oh. like the guitarist. I was like, who the fuck is see, this guy? I didn't even see the videos. It's just like the music. <sighs> I remember I, I had my friend Philippe, again, back in El Paso. Uh, he He's unique because he had a French mom and a Dutch dad, and he would speak like like French to his mom, and, and I can't remember what people in Dutch speak, but he would speak Dutch to his dad. And then, but his brother would play System of Down really loud when we were playing video games and stuff. And I just sound like someone murdering someone yeah, I when I was young. I was like, ah. I remember, I, okay, this is, this is really funny, but I, so my grandpa is like in his seventies, you know, like minivan grandpa, you know, I'm like, what, 12, 13, maybe. And I asked him to take me to Walmart so I can buy a Taking Back Sunday CD. <laughs> Louder now. That That's Taking a great Back. album. Yeah. It's one of my faves. Uh, but anyways, I remember on the way, you know, he's he's like, you know, he's going to bump like classical music. Like 
you know, that's what we would listen to in his car. And I was like, Hey, can I change the station? And I put it on the cat and it was BYOB <laughs> system of it down. And I made him listen to it. And I remember how mortified <laughs> like <laughs> that he was. That's hilarious. Yeah. But it was like, you were going to get that CD and you're I was like, going to get uh, yeah, the taking back Sunday CD, but I was like, I'm, Oh the, yeah. Yeah. Right. But I remember it was that ride that, he was like, never play music again <laughs> my, in my uh, car. <laughs> my, uh, I had this, a similar story with my dad is I went to go get a CD by a band called The Chariot. <gasps> oh, I was a I big know, fan of Norma Jean. And, they were great. Uh, yeah. I was a big fan of Norma Jean and like Me Without You, bands like that. Anything on Tooth and Nail, essentially. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, I just really liked The Chariot and um, I wanted to go like cop that album. So I went to go get it. <laughs> And I went to Mardell to get oh gosh <laughs> Mardell, and uh, I remember playing it for my uh, for my dad, yeah. and um, he's like very like uh, I think he's still Pentecostal maybe yeah I can't remember what denomination. But Did you get a good Bible shirt while you were there? <laughs> yeah, what it was what? a pick Jesus, my- and it was like the shape of a pig. <laughs> yeah, or like the MySpace <laughs> in heaven. <laughs> It oh, says Jesus, space. but it's in the Reese's uh, <laughs> font. Um, my space in heaven. I remember that shirt. Yeah. I was just in Mardell's the other day and I saw it there. I was like, you, you, you need to get they with the times. They still have the same shirt? <laughs> they need to get with the times. My God. <laughs> oh, but I remember, so I played like the first or second song in the album. that, And it was, I can't remember what album it was, but it was like the one that every song led into the next song mm-hmm. type of thing. Mm-hmm. And um, I remember listening to a song. And uh, he was just like, well, I haven't heard him say anything about Jesus yet. Because, like, he, I was talking about, like, how it's a Christian band and yeah. stuff like that. And it's just like, eh, like, I don't, I don't know. I don't make the music. I just listen to it. Oh, yeah. I remember, you know, I was, like, listening to, like, Impending Doom. It was, like, they're, like, Christian black metal. You know, yeah. it's like my like mom would Demon be like. Demon Hunter. Yeah, my mom would be like, there's no <laughs> way that's a Christian crush. band. You're wish- <laughs> I've seen Thousand Foot Crush. They're actually really good. You know who else is really good? Uh, August Burns Red. Oh, oh no. I, I've I seen guys. them in concert. Yeah, yeah. Matt Griner is an animal. Oh, yeah, yeah. I saw them in Between the Buried and Me at the Diamond Ballroom last year or the year before that. It was like, I've only seen like videos of August Burns Red. I didn't realize how good they were until I like was there. Brutal. And then I'm like... <laughs> And they do like that math shit. Like yeah. the, I'm like, you guys oh, are yeah. fucking crazy. Yeah, they're yeah, playing weird time signatures. And they like, they yeah. coordinate the uh, So shit. I saw I'm them like, in God like damn. 2006, 2007. With, the heyday. Uh, was that Redeemer? Yeah, it was. It was, yeah, I think Redeemer. Um, it was at Bricktown Ballroom Ooh. with Skite's Airplane. I remember them. A Skylit Drive and Greeley Estates. Wow. I you can't just named I rem- every band. Uh, I can't believe I remember that lineup that I liked back then. Yeah, man, it was a dope show. Like yeah. I remember that, like that hardcore. Like there was like As Cities Burn. I really liked mm-hmm. Qantas. Never crashed. Um, man, who else? Like there's just like so many of those bands. Yeah, Drop Dead Gorgeous. Yeah. Um, it's like, man, I don't even, I don't remember I, the last time I listened to any of those bands. Yeah. But back then you're like, oh yeah, this is the shit. Yeah. You go yeah. get one of their tees I know. at Hot Topic. Yeah, oh, yeah. right. <laughs> yeah. I had a Norma Jean tee That was my whole time. closet growing up. It was just like Hot Topic, Hot Topic, Hot Topic. <laughs> yeah. It was. Man. Well, I really appreciate you guys coming out real quick. Yeah. Um, why don't you tell everybody about the show that's coming up. It's on, uh, it's tomorrow, Thursday. Yeah. Here at the Tower Theater. This Thursday, tomorrow is we're going to be playing, uh, our band Nick knows will be playing with LCG and the X and master hand. 
at the Tower Theater on February 22nd. Is what time does the show start? At doors are at seven. Show is start eight. eight. Yeah. And tickets are still on sale, right? Tickets are still on sale. They are ten dollars. Ten dollar. Make yeah. you holla. Ten dollar bills. It's gonna be a really good time. Oh yeah. Yeah, we're super pumped. Come get some coop beer. Oh yeah. It's 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 gonna be fun stuff. We got a bunch of of uh of interesting little little, little, little special treats for you guys. Yeah, new stuff in store for our fans that have been with us for a long time and some stuff we're excited about for you know we're gonna get to to, yeah they just get to show off yeah it's gonna be a good time and uh that's gonna be taking place right here at the tower oh yeah uh why don't you tell people where they can like follow your band and like you guys on social media yeah uh at nick knows music on instagram um or just nick knows on facebook yeah um I mean, uh, you can find me at Parker Danger Ray, R-H-E-A, on Instagram. And I'm at Nick Sigman, S-I-G-M-A-N, on Instagram. And then that's Nick Nos, N-I-C-N-O-S, right? Yes. Yeah. Cool. All right, fellas. Well, thanks again. And as usual, you guys can uh, follow us on social media, Tunes Tunes Podcast, T-U-N-E-S slash T-O-O-N-S, on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, wherever you are, we are. Uh, and listen to us on Google Play, iTunes, wherever you listen to your podcast. We'll see you guys next time. Thanks, guys. Thank you. See you guys.